This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. God, I assume Tom. Well, you're in The Conjuring Part 3. Here we go. Comes home next week on Blu-ray, 4K, everything else. It's already available on digital. Uh, yes. These movies are absolutely terrifying because they're based on reality. And you're the occultist in this one. I um, do. I am. Going through this, you had to have listened to the original tapes. You've had to see the original photos, uh, you know, courtroom, courtroom video, whatever else was available. What does that do to you as a performer, whether you're a skeptic or a believer, a religious person or a secularist, to sit there and see these types of possessions and exorcists going on? Well, first of all, I remember uh, many, many years ago, I was, a, I was a young girl, and my when I mentioned this, you know, the devil made me do it, my sister said, I remember that. I remember that trial. And I thought, you know what? In the vague haunts of my memory, I remember it as well. It was a big deal. And every time I've mentioned it to friends of mine, they say the same thing. Oh my gosh, this is the first time that ever anyone uh, just has ever said that or went, you know, before court or whatever. And so um, that's the first thing. But the second thing, it is quite haunting. And to think of a possession, someone possessing someone, uh, someone's body, making them do something or haunting them, getting in their mind and their psyche is, uh, is frightening. It's very frightening. And when you're presented with a role like this, that's based in reality, it's, you know, you were in the hunger games, which is a huge yeah. success. You know, the, the books themselves that led, that led to the franchise, there's that fantasy aspect of it. And then these real life individuals that existed and, you know, some of them are still alive. Some of them have passed on, but to be in that realm has to, has to play a different uh, aspect of, of you as a performer or bring in a different aspect of you as a performer. It actually does. And I got to meet them on set uh, when we were filming and that really hit home for me to uh, meet these people who went through this struggle and went through this chaos in their life and then have come through it on the other end um, just brings it home. Um, the fact that I booked the whole it's a pivotal because of the story that is told here. Uh, my character being who she is, I mean, it was a little terrifying at first, but also I jumped right in with a plum. So it's really quite uh, fun and exciting. So. Is there a part of you at some point that sits there and, you know, the heaviness of the character and the story itself that you sit there and go, maybe I should go to confession this Wednesday? Or <laughs> Let's just say this. I'm very grateful that our set was blessed by a Catholic bishop. And when uh, I went to go film the heavy, my heavy stuff, uh, I was asked, would you like uh, Brian to come back in and bless you and bless your set? Yes. And so I felt confident. I felt good. Uh, this message should have been told, and I'm glad it did. I'm glad I, I'm grateful for being able to portray this, uh, this character. And uh, I felt uh, the strength of that blessing. And, you know, I'm also pretty strong in that that is that role. And, uh I am not that person in real life. So, and I've got to tell you, how a fun role to play. 
challenging and fun. Well, that's the exciting part. And it came, it comes across in your performance, which is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. You know, we, I'm, I'm glad there was a blessing on the set, you know, cause when the exorcist came out, we heard stories of that. You know, I got to see it finally for the first time for the 25th anniversary, uh, oh. in theaters. And of right. course it was the director's cut. So it's the extra scary version. No. So, Give me chills. Right. So I slept in the house with the lights on for three weeks, <laughs> even the ones in the closet and the doors closed and everything else. And then poltergeist and everything and, and oh. the stories we heard about that. How much uh, do you hear of those stories that you would assume is fictionalized as part of the internal marketing versus the reality of this? Because you met the people and were a part of their lives who really lived it and are now bringing their stories to reality. You know, I can't really say because we all live our life and I can tell my story one way and then the next day circumstances happen and those memories might be... um changed a little bit based on my memory of that or what happened that day. Not saying that I would lie about things, but uh, it, it just, it's, uh, it's the memory that happened from the people's perspective. And anytime you look at something, you look at something or someone else looks at something, everyone's going to have a different perspective of it, you know, of it, uh, of the, of the story. And so we just have to believe whatever they say is truth and take it. But, form our own reality and our own choices. Right. I don't want, well, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I don't like, I don't like giving away too many spoilers for the film because okay. people didn't get a chance to see it on HBO max. They didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. They're waiting to have the physical copy because you're, you know, you have a bonus section in there. You have a bonus feature in there. Um, but the very first few minutes where uh, the, the main protagonist or uh, the person put on trial takes the possession from the child. I don't want to give too much away. Right. That child is terrifying. And then we find out that she's a real like contortionist. Yes. And I'm just like, oh. And when we spoke to the director for the preview, he's like, she asked him, she's like, you want me to do it slower or faster? And then we saw the final cut and we lost it. So that's my big spoiler. Just the first 10 minutes. I don't want to go further than that. When you get to see the final product and you get to see children essentially terrifying us. Does that hold true to don't ever work with children and animals? <laughs> well, let me tell you, Julian was amazing and he is so funny and so creative. And so, you know, he, he loves bugs and, and whatnot. So um, he was terrific, but the person who was the contortionist, what was really funny, I remember being on set that day when they were doing that and I wasn't in that area, but everybody kind of went, they, they did a little freak out, like, ah, she, 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 oh gosh, it was freaky and weird and strange. And it's amazing when you look at it to see the technique and the technical part of what this person could do. So, yeah, Julian was great. But Julian wasn't the one who did the contortion. It was, you know, someone else, obviously. Yeah, right. that's and- great. I, yeah. I gave away the gender of the contortionist versus versus the actual actor. So at least it's it's multiple characters and multiple genders play, playing yeah, roles in the whole. But it's all so. real. It's yeah. no there's no CGI except you know the play the face. So right, that's something to really be excited about and really look forward to. I've seen so, that and so intense and uh, uh, you know almost grotesque in a way. It's just like ah ah. <laughs> Yeah. And and I play the occultist and I freak me out. <laughs> I'm getting chills just remembering the scene itself. 
you know, like I'm going to go have another cup of coffee afterwards. Maybe that, that'll calm my nerves because, you know, caffeine yeah, is, is right. uh, not a stimulant. That's right. That's right. But being the occultist and being a terrifying character in this and then seeing, you know, the contortion scene especially, what scares you? Having that happen to me, you know. And so I feel like I put on an armor uh, and – uh, do it with faith, even though this, my role is not, uh, is, is the opposite of having faith. So, um, having the feeling that that is, that character is here and I am here. The thing also is finding out, for me, what is extremely important for this character is finding out who she is and why she's doing what she's, she's doing. And this script, uh, made it a lot more, um, uh, I don't want to say compelling, but the drive I could create an inner life for her. And that's what's important to me is if I can find out the why and the motivation, um, her deeper wish, uh, except, you know, in, in life, evil for evil's sake. If we watch a film, evil for evil's sake is, uh, to me, that's terrifying. And I go, oh, I don't want to watch that. But if you tie it into something that's personal and that's real, then it brings that character to life. And so that's what I did with this character. And I really enjoyed finding out who she is and discovering why she would do what she does. And, you know, maybe some aspects aren't in the script, but that's where the actor comes in and you create things with your imagination and what not? Well, you terrified me with, with this you. story. I did my uh, job. You did, absolutely. <laughs> I, I will tell you a quick story regarding part one of The Conjuring. Okay. Uh, so Warner Brothers invited me to one of those screenings where you could tell they're doing the crowd reaction. And I noticed this little red light, you know, swinging around the audience because they have the, you know, the night vision on there. So every time yeah. I saw the red light, I flipped the guy off. So I didn't be, I wasn't the scared guy in the commercial when they advertise the film because they can't use it if you're flipping off the camera. I can't believe you. <laughs> I kept flipping off the camera. So that's my tie-in from Conjuring 1 to Conjuring 3. That's yeah. very funny. Yes. Okay. That's creative, at least. The guy's like, why do you keep flipping me off? I was like, because I know you had the infrared camera. That's why. <laughs> it's pulling away from the film. No. Exactly. You know, let, let me let me be scared by the movie, not my okay. my reaction on the commercial, because that's all you need is a six foot three, two hundred and eighty pound man losing his mind <laughs> on camera. Are you six three and six one? Yeah. Oh, are you? Yes, I am. Perfect. So if you ever borrow my car, you never have to move the chair. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. I, I I thank you in advance. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you're having a good time with the with this project. The movie's coming out to home to home video, home release. Um, you know, I, I'm sorry, uh, August 20, I keep wanting to say 23rd, but it's the 24th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm mixing my Monday and my Tuesday up. So August 24th on Tuesday, the occultist meet the terrifying new edition of the conjuring universe. That's your bonus feature. Uh, when you end up as part of a bonus feature and, and you know, you have to do commentary for it and then go back and now you're separating yourself from the performance and almost judging your performance in it. How scary does that get? And we're keeping it obviously in the theme of of scary and terrifying and everything else since this is a horror movie. Well, I'm also an acting coach. And so am I believable or am I not believable? And that's what I judge things on. So that's the commentary that goes in my mind 
Is that, did that work? Are they going to believe that? Does that, is that real? Oh, I think a little bug came by. And so, yeah, I actually believed my performance. So I, it's the separation. This is like two sides of my head are going on instead of, and was I, um, connected? What did the, did I at any time, you know, jump out of the film? And I didn't. So, uh, in regards to the commentary, yes. So there are two, that, that's uh, where my brain goes. I don't know if that's the answer you wanted to hear, but that's what happens to me here. Well, it- it's a perfect answer. I know we're running out of time. I could talk to you all day. All I know, I know. is your performance was so believable you, that they say, like, you know, if you ever meet a voodoo priestess, don't trust her spaghetti. And I'm scared of you making pasta for me just because of that. But here we go. The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, available on on Tuesday, August 24th. I keep mixing the days up. It is the 24th. Monday's the 23rd. I really appreciate your time and congratulations on this Thank film you. and everything else that's coming. Thank you. Look forward to the next time. Oh, so do I. I can't wait. I know. Me too. Thanks.